All right, y'all. Welcome to the 360 Podcast. We talk about any and everything. I'm Miles Brookins. I'm TJ Kidd. Matthew Brookins. All right, let's hop into it, man. All right, man. So first, we got the Los Angeles Lakers. Ooh. They are now 11th place. They are 31 and 47 out of the playing game. What do you guys think the Lakers' biggest problem is right now, man? Well, first of all, I think it's definitely it definitely starts with the front office where and I think the, the main problem is Coach Frank Vogel. Yeah. I think that he's let the Lakers down so many I think plenty of times and it's it's been very visible to everybody. Yeah. Number I've two saying, I've been I've I've been saying the same thing about Frank Vogel, man. Like I know that he won the championship in the bubble. And I think that kind of kept his job for yeah. like for these last couple of years, but man, like, I mean, I mean, they had a lot of motivation in the bubble, man. I think that's why they won a championship. And there was a lot of things that a lot of teams went through. Yeah. But I mean, even just with like the front office making this team, West, Westbrook and LeBron playing together, you got two ball dominant, basically type of point guards playing. And it can't, it, it like, it doesn't really work. And Westbrook's not a shooter as well. Like we have no shooters on the team. There's no shooters. I mean, LeBron, when LeBron's your best three-point shooter, I don't think you're going to win games. I agree. But also, I you can't place the entirety of the blame on the front office. Oh, no. Because these, these guys play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I mean, if you watch a Laker game, like, any any championship team from the last 10, 15 years, you watch the, you watch the body language on the bench. You start with that. Like, yeah. let's just throw stats out the window for a second. Like, just there's no energy. There's no like, like when they won the championship in 2020, there was energy on the bench. There guys were engaged and, and like, they seemed like a team that had cohesiveness. This this year, they didn't really have that. Yeah, no, that's true, man. Like, I mean, a lot of players. I mean, there was a lot of switching, adding dudes, dropping dudes left and right. I mean, it's like even with the starting lineup now, man. I mean, like from the beginning of the year to now, it's so different. Um, I don't think there was a any way to build team chemistry just because they were trying to find out different things that would work and stuff. And then also all the injuries too. Man. I mean, like Anthony Davis played 39 games out of 82 games this season. I mean, that's less than half the games. And I know he's finishing out the season, and LeBron's kind of dealing with his ankle injury, man, but. I mean, Andrew Davis also only averaging 23 points per game. I feel like Andy Davis was supposed to be the person who was supposed to be like the main the dude push. here. Yeah, like really, like he was supposed that to be. Engine. Yeah. And I mean, they the Lakers never saw from him. Like, I mean, I, the only production we got was from LeBron. I think the way they need to go about their problems is second, I I think they should trade Anthony Davis. I think that he's He's been a liability all season just because he hasn't played. And I know he can't I, – I know he doesn't really have a, like, a say-so on how his body reacts to certain mm-hmm. plays. But if Anthony – Anthony Davis makes such a big impact when he's playing. Yeah. Like, he can he can shoot the ball. He can dribble. He can defend the paint. Like, and then when the Lakers don't have AD, they don't have – they lose the size. They lose the length. And it's just, Le- and it's, it looks like it's just LeBron playing the whole game by himself. But there's also players with LeBron. He takes off a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think 
Westbrook too. I think he's better than what the media says. You know, yeah, he's yeah. averaging like 18, 7, and 7. So, yeah. I mean, I think everybody needs to stop putting head on Westbrook and like say like it's a collective effort. Like it's like it's all bad. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, with Westbrook becoming a free agent this year and Anthony Davis barely playing any games, I do think it, yeah, I think it's time they they probably got rid of Davis. You got one year left with LeBron. I feel like you have to go win a championship. And you got free agents like John Wall, James Harden, Kyrie, Gary Harris, Bradley Bill, like some mm-hmm. dudes who could probably play well with LeBron. Like some dudes where LeBron doesn't have to be so dominant and ball dominant the whole game. And LeBron can kind of play off of, especially he's going to be, he's what, 37 now? Yeah. 38. So, yeah, like he's got to have someone that's willing to take over. And Anthony Davis is willing to do that, but he's also there not half the game. So, I mean, we can't really, yeah, I mean, we can't, we can't, we can't depend on him. Being durable is a skill set. Mm-hmm. And he just, yeah. for some reason, he just can't stay healthy. All right, man. So, you got anything to you? Um, kind of just to like what you said about like durability being a skill set. Skill set. Um, they um, in the like, I mean, in my experience of just being around the league, like you, you, you see guys who've had these long, long careers, like the Vince Carters, and I mean, yeah, they weren't doing the same stuff. They weren't like Vince wasn't throwing down three sixty dunks on the fast break yeah. in transition uh, in year 22 but I mean he still made an impact and I think I think we're mm-hmm. getting to a point now where I don't like like maybe LeBron like we don't know what LeBron's thinking we don't know what Le- like, I mean we can only speculate so much and I mean he could stay and play another year here in LA or he, mm-hmm. I mean you can't you can never rule out him going back to Cleveland yeah, that is true. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I think he's. I think at some point he's gonna end up back in Cleveland, no matter what. Yeah. But I mean, what do you guys think about LeBron's not playing Tuesday night? And he mm-hmm. missed the last game. What do you guys think about that? Him not finishing up the season, really? I mean, I think that I. It's it's really so hard to understand what goes through LeBron's head sometimes. I mean. A prime example is last last year when they played the Suns in the first round. And, you know, LeBron was just – he wasn't aggressive. He was always passing the ball. He was being very passive. And it's like, dude, you're down like 20. Like, if you're trying to go to the next round. Like, And then he walks off the, uh, the last five minutes of the game. So, I mean, I mean, he's always had something up his sleeve. He always has a plan for the future. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – but it's just at this point, you you never really know with LeBron. You know, I think it's just always uh, inconsistency, and I mean, but the, the Cavs is always open. They're always yeah. open. Yeah, sure. no, it, yeah, it is. All right, so uh, oh yeah, what you say to? I was gonna say too, like that's one thing though. Like you just can't ever count out a LeBron James team. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, him not being on the floor definitely hurts but i think if you look at the numbers from the last game westbrook and ad both play had pretty solid games they just came up short because denver's a very good team yeah and that's just 
I mean, if LeBron's confident in these guys going out and playing and with their season pretty much is on the line every night now. Yeah. They um they have to be they have to take that faith and reciproc reciprocate it and mm -hmm. show why that like it's faith well placed. Well, oh yeah, there's two games back behind the Spurs. They, they still do have a chance, so I think we just have to see how it plays out. Man. All right. So now we got Super Bowl favorites. Uh, Tom Brady is now back in the picture after taking a little leave of absence. I think we all kind of knew that Tom Brady was going to make a return at some point. But um, who's your guys' Super Bowl favorites, Matthew? You want to start us off with that? Who you got? Who's your Super Bowl favorite, man? Now, me personally, I'm not a big football fan, but being Miles' little bro and uh, growing up in the same household, we've always had the love for the Raiders, special place in our heart. And I'm going to be honest with you, like, in the past years, they have been absolutely just terrible. But uh, Yeah, they have. They have. They have. And, but they've shown signs of they, they can take that next step. Mm -hmm. But I think this, this could be the year. And I think because why? I mean, you look at Hunter Rent scratch all that. Everything that they went through this past season and mm -hmm. to still come up come out into the um, first round with losing Henry Ruggs, Coach John Gruden making racial comments. And now they added Devontae Adams alongside with Henry Ruggs and Darren Waller. It, it, it's something scary, but I think it all comes back to Derek Carr. You know, he's, he's a good player, but down the line, he can be, he can be, ah, well, yeah, I remember like a few a few years ago, Derek Carr was like second in MVP votes, man. And that's when he had like two pretty good, two pretty good receivers. He had Crabtree. He was a little old, man. But I mean, Mario like, Cooper. Mm -hmm. yeah, Mari Cooper. I think that I think that him having Renfro, Waller, and Devontae Adams. I mean, those are three great receivers. And we also got Foster Monroe as backup tight end. I mean, I could see them definitely like making a playoff push. I, even as a Raider fan, I still wouldn't. I, I don't know just because there's so many good teams this year, man. Like, there's a lot I, of good teams I, in your guys' division. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, let alone. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we got you got the Broncos who now got Russell Wilson. They were already like their team, besides their quarterback, was pretty decent. I mean, it was already pretty good. Like, I mean, all they needed was the quarterback, and they got that. Yeah. And we got the Chargers, man. Justin Herbert, I know they didn't make the playoff, but bro, they. That dude is scary, bro. Like, I mean, we got to see that dude twice a year. And then obviously we got to see Mahomes twice a year. And I think we all know the like the Chiefs are gonna make the playoffs for sure. Like I think that's without a given. Yeah. But um my my Super Bowl favorite, man. I'm probably gonna go. I'm I'm like I'm liking the Chargers, I'm liking the Bills, but I'm gonna have to go to the Bills, man. I think the Bills were super close. To winning, to winning it uh, last year, I think that if they would have beat the Chiefs, they probably would have beat the Bengals and won the Super Bowl against the against the Rams. So I'm going to go to Bills, man. I think Josh Allen's like ready to make that leap into a Super Bowl champion. I think he's. It's only a matter of time until he gets there, man. What about you, T? What do you think? Um, I mean, I def definitely not the Raiders. Nothing against them. <laughs> Nothing against the Raiders. <laughs> Yeah, you've been hating on our Raiders, bro, since I met you, bro. 
something. Not me. Not me. <laughs> I, I think you guys, you guys, you guys will, you guys will have a good year. You guys are gonna have a good year. You guys have a good team, and you guys are gonna have a good year. I think um, it'll be one of the four best teams in your conference. <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> Man, there's so many, there's so many, so many good football teams now, and I mean the Bills are definitely a team to watch. Them bringing on Von Miller just adds mm-hmm. a whole new weapon and element to their defense. That mm-hmm. I mean they didn't necessarily need, but having Von Miller there is gonna elevate them to a team and a force to be reckoned with in the AFC. So I like them out of the AFC, and then. Um, and then the NFC, I'll have to say, the NFC is kind of wide open. It is. The NFC is wide open now, especially now with Tom Brady coming back. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, you never can count him out. Oh, no, you never can, bro. I don't care like, what team I've, he's I've at this point. My, I've learned my lesson, <laughs> and you just, you, you don't, that's, you don't bet against number 12. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you don't can't. You bet against I mean... number 12, but you also don't bet against the other number 12 in Green Bay. I don't. I I don't know. I'm not feeling Rodgers, man. I feel like he's lost his him losing Devontae Adams and them not making it last year. Like them yeah, not even that far last year. I'm like well, now. I'm like I don't know. I mean, he did win Most Valuable Player, did he not? Yeah, he did. He did. But I mean, we're talking about Super Bowl. Super Bowl winning a Super Bowl. I mean, he's got. He does have one. He's got one. He's got one, but I mean, the last two playoff appearances, I mean, weren't his best. Then, I mean, I get what you, I get. I get the point you're making and where you're coming from with this, but I just I don't see it. Like the NFC now and the quarterback imbalance that there is in the NFL, where the AFC is loaded with really great, talented quarterbacks, where the NFC is more younger. Mm-hmm. With, I mean, with of course the exception of Tom, that um, I think, I mean, depending on what Tampa Bay's roster looks like next year, receiver wise, and what weapons he has, I think that it's gonna, I mean, it's gonna be, it's Tampa Bay's to lose out of the NFC, and I think it's, it's gonna be Buffalo. I mean, can't rule out Cincinnati. They're yeah. adding, they've added some strong pieces on the offensive line. Um, Buffalo, I mean, really like Buffalo. I think um, San Diego too is another. Not San Diego. Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> LA. Yeah, LA. Man. LA yeah. is uh, LA. The Chargers are, are a definite force to be reckoned with. And I mean, we got to see too where the rest of NFL free agency plays out. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah, we still got a lot of time left. A lot, a lot of free, a lot of free agents. Yeah, there's a lot of still a lot good. Of big name free agents. Mm-hmm. Odell's still a free agent, I believe. And yeah, I'm actually hoping the Rams can sign him back, man. I feel like he was just, mm-hmm. I mean, like even in the Super Bowl, like he was really like, I mean, if Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup won Super Bowl MVP, man. but I think that if Odell played the whole game, I think he would have like. He would have won MVP. I mean, he he was off to a hot start, bro. He already had a touchdown, bro. He was yeah. moving down the field, bro. I, I, and and that's another team too. I think out of the NFC, you just can't count out is the Rams. Yeah. The champ, like you can't ever rule out a champion who's defending their title. Yeah, that's true. Because they're gonna fight. They're gonna fight tooth and nail to defend that title. Yeah. And I think them adding um, 
who they just added a very big name to their defense. Um, I can't remember who it is. Was it Bobby Wagner? Yeah, I think it was. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was Bobby yeah, Wagner. yeah, yeah, Bobby Wagner. Bobby yeah. Wagner. Yeah. And um, I think him and Aaron Donald. Yeah, that's what the mean. same side of the <laughs> ball is crazy. Yeah. Well, we might be seeing a, a new era in the NFL of the NFL super teams. Yeah, true. Honestly, because uh, yeah, I think the Rams have pretty much started that with taking him, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I mean, you got Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham on each side of the field. I mean, those are two great receivers. And I think Matthew Stafford's a great quarterback, but it even shows that you don't need like a super superstar quarterback to win a Super Bowl. <clears throat> Yeah. All right. Uh, let's hop into the next one, man. So we got uh, we got the Nets, man. The Nets are in eleventh place. I mean, tenth place right now. Uh, they're probably going to be in the playing game. I mean, obviously. Um, but Ben Simmons is yet to play. But barring that nothing happens and Ben Simmons does play in the playoffs, what do you guys think he adds to the Nets? Uh, TJ, you want to get this one first? All right. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, Ben Simmons has – he's. I don't think he has anything to lose, which I think in the bat, in the basketball perspective, which is – I think he's – I think he's a talented player. He's a very talented player, and I think he, add, he brings depth to the Nets where – I mean, he's a 6'10 guard who, who can – facilitate and you put you can have Kyrie off the ball you can I mean it just it, it creates all kinds of matchup nightmares for an opposing defense I think he's gonna play his game and he doesn't have to be like Kyrie or Steph or where like I mean I know people are making a big deal about him not pass, passing up a shot in the playoffs and I mean I get it I get it in the heat of the moment I don't, who know who knows what was going through Ben's head right there, but at the end of the day, it happened. And I think in a basketball in a basketball um, like frame of mind, we have to think like, okay, Ben Ben ha, has to be feeling like, all right, I have, I've got some things I need to prove. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that. Him dealing with all that criticism, man, dealing from the team and from the media. I mean, he's definitely going to come out there and he has to prove, he got to feel like he needs to prove himself. And I think that him being traded to the Nets probably was the best thing for him. For sure. Just so he can get out of that area. And uh, I know mentally it had to be, no matter what, he, no matter what, it had to be tough, man. I mean, the city didn't want um, <laughs> the team wanted him to play. They, you know, they kind of bashed him in the media. Yeah. And I don't think he handled it all the right way. No, nah, nah. he definitely didn't handle it the right way. But I mean, like at the same time, bro, I mean, like he was here. He was like one of your star players. I mean, he was on the verge of winning defensive player of the year. He did good things for the Sixers. Yeah, he did. So like for them to blame the them losing that that uh, series, like all on him, I wouldn't necessarily put the whole blame on him. I understand that, yeah, he should have shot it. He was probably afraid to get fouled because he didn't want to go to the line. But, I mean, to say that he lost in that series would be – I mean, that's not fair to him. Also, like, I think that just – that Embiid and 
Simmons was not going to work. Like, and I, I think I saw that for from a while, like maybe like 2018, when Ben was playing at his best. Like, yeah. he was getting almost a triple double in the um, what was the first round mm-hmm. against the I don't even I think it was the Heat, but yeah, now nah, like he was pushing the tempo. He like he adds great length, like, but just I think it was just his play style and Embiid's play style. It just and height also has a big factor on to like how how we're gonna play, what's our scheme, what's our defensive scheme, you know. And I just think that with both of them, it just wasn't gonna work. Yeah, no, I think the I think the Nets like with with Simmons, they get a lockdown defender, and I think that's what the Nets needed. Yeah, I mean their defense is not obviously not the best, but as well as. Um, I think he kind of adds to Kevin Durant and Kyrie's game, man. They can play off the ball now. And, um, you know, Ben Simmons, he, he knows how to push the ball up the floor, get it to get it to his teammates. When he was playing with a beat, he was hitting a beat almost every time down the floor. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. He's got to look for Kevin Durant. He's got to look for, gonna look for Kyrie. And then also the, them adding Seth Curry, man, and Drummond. Oof. He's going to be looking for those guys, Drummond on the, on the fast break, Curry on the fast break. So I think him playing in the playoff will – Probably push them to. I know they're a 10, 10 seed, but I mean, honestly, we, I think we all know they're not a ten seed team. So I, I, they can make the Eastern Conference Finals, man, with with Ben Simmons, with Ben Simmons playing. Yeah, I, I think uh, one of like one of the biggest things he adds to that team is length and transition baskets. You know, I think yeah. in transition, it's it's probably going to be scary for the Nets. You know, you can have. KD can spot up. KD can also cut to the basket. Kyrie can spot up. Kyrie can also cut to the basket himself. You have Seth Curry spotting up. This You still got Joe Harris. I mean, you got Andre Drummond on the pick and roll. You got Blake Griffin. Like it's, And I think that whole team just is, is really going to complement his game. Just with the fact that Kevin Durant is just – I mean, in my opinion, he's probably the best scorer there is. And then you have Kyrie Irving, who's also one of the best scorers in the league right now. And with Ben Simmons playing, I mean, he can also he can he can also get more baskets himself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or also um, just penetration. You know, drives to the basket, kick out easy. Yeah, no, I, yeah, Ben's definitely a scorer too, man. Like I know people don't talk about his his scoring abilities because he can't he can't really shoot. And that, that's also another thing, like. He, you know, like he's been working on the shot. I don't know if he's gonna actually shoot it in the game or not, but yeah, I don't know either. I mean, he's been working on it. He's got a he's got a pretty decent mid range jumper as well. So and I, I think he's definitely been working on his free throw for sure. So I mean, like he's gonna he's gonna bring eighteen points a game, and they're all gonna be high quality baskets. I mean, like he's not shooting nothing crazy. So I don't see how he doesn't help the Nets. To be honest, I know that um, a lot of people think that the Sixers have won that trade. But I think I think it's kind of even. I mean, Sixers got uh, Sixers got Harden, who he can stretch the floor to play with Embiid and kind of take the double team off of Embiid. And then yeah. I think the I I think the Nets needed a kind of playmaker like him, playmaker, defender. Someone's gonna do like a little bit of dirty work and all that stuff. Yeah. But um, uh, all right. So let's uh let's move into the top three teams in each conference. Uh, we get in the East. We got the Heat, Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, and Bulls in the top five, in that order. In the West, we got Suns at number one, Grizzlies at two, 
Warriors at three, Mavericks at four, and Nuggets at five. All right, so in your guys' opinion, who is the top three in each conference? Uh, Matthew, you want to start us off here? Yeah. Uh, in the West, right now for sure, definitely, I, in my opinion, when they're fully healthy, the Warriors can be a really scary team. You know, they got Andrew Wiggins, Draymond when he's healthy, um, Clay Thompson, Steph, and then Jordan Poole off the bench, uh, Juan Toscano, like, they're they're a pretty deadly team, yeah. Um, but I still have I still have faith in the Suns though. Like from from what I saw last year, you know, and they just got completely they they gotten way better. Their chemistry is on point. Um, DeAndre Aiden and Devin Booker are just insane this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and you still got Chris Paul. You got one of the best facilitators in the game. Um, who else I got? Um, one team that's really caught me by surprise has definitely been the Grizzlies. And the reason I say they caught me by surprise is because they play better without they, – well, they ha, they win more games without Ja. I'm not going to say they play better. But they win more games with without Ja. But now, mind you, Ja is still a great asset to the team. And, you know, with just the two of Ja and Steven Adams, like – and it that Steven Adams is a very underrated player to me. I feel like he always gets looked over because I guess because he doesn't score the ball as much. But if you take a look at Steven Adams this year, he's he's moved into more of a facilitating role. He's averaging about like four assists a game, I think. You know, he's getting um everybody involved, you know. And let's see, for the East, my number one is definitely the Bucks. I, I I don't think anybody's gonna stop Giannis. I think, yeah. and I think the the Bucks. Okay, that's if the the Nets aren't aren't healthy. Um, so you're talking about the Nets, like what, like fully back with Kyrie, KD? Yeah, everybody. If everybody's playing on the Nets, nobody's stopping the Nets. Oh, so you're saying so you're saying if the Nets have everybody playing come playoff time. You're saying they're winning the championship. Are they not? I don't know, man. I, 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 that, the only thing is, the only thing is, is they haven't all played, to, played, played together. each other consistently. I know, but and Ben Simmons hasn't even played this year. He's gonna add a lot of good things, but remember, he hasn't played this year. So, bro, you think he's just gonna hop? He's just gonna hop into a playoff game and be that dude? He'll be straight, but I like he'll be straight. But you also got to remember, you got Kevin Durant and you still got Kyrie. As like, if, if things don't work out, you can just let Kevin Durant and Kyrie rock. Bro, but you know, bro, bro, you know how the, you know how the first, you know how you hop in your first game, man. You haven't played in a while, bro. The ball that's, feel that's kind of weird. weird. That's ball game feel kind of weird. The nerve, you know, and you know the nerve is, and especially if they, they play the Sixers, man. They don't even have to play through Ben Simmons. Like he can. He can all like he can just be a role player and like he doesn't have to interfere with the offense or what they got going on now. Like I, that's what I feel. Like. He can come in, pass the ball, get people involved, and just lock up. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just like a lot of stuff is gonna play into that, bro. I mean, I, I understand it. It I'm is. Right it off is. It. I understand. I, I think it's not just gonna be smooth sales right out the gate. They're obviously gonna have some type of trouble, which I think why they should play him right now. But I mean, maybe that's too much for him on his mental health and all that. 
But in my opinion, yes, I think the Bucks. I mean, the um, the Nets are the best team in the East with when they're fully healthy. All right, who's your third? Who's your third team in the East? Celtics. No. Ah, this is hard because. Okay, I'm gonna have to go with 76 obviously. Okay. Because so um, Celtics, I know they. Um, what's it called? Robert Williams just got hurt, right? Yeah, Robert Williams got hurt. They're still playing pretty good, though. Yep. When it comes down yeah. to let's say let's say you put the the Celtics versus the 76ers, mm-hmm. it's, whoever's guarding and B is gonna be a rough night for them. That is true. That that's okay. That's that's just going into all the games. Whoever. Garden and beat is going yeah, but you can say the same thing for what's his name, Jalen Brown, or both of them, Jalen Brown and just whoever's going. I don't think there's anybody on the on the sixty second guard. There. I mean, you could say maybe Tobias. You could say maybe, but that's maybe that's occasionally, maybe yeah, they're going to put Tobias on Jason Tatum and then who's Garden Brown. I feel like they need to put Tobias on Jalen Brown. Mm, I don't know, man. Jalen Brown's a better player to me. Do you think that he's better than Jason Tatum? Overall, yes. Oh my gosh, bro. Overall, yes. No, not Not. overall, bro. No, no. Stop. Better than Jason, better than Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown can also defend. He's he's the shot is getting crazy. His jump shot is getting insane. Jason Tatum's jump shot is already insane. I I know. But I feel like Jason Taylor's been averaging like 30 plus points. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like not discredit. I'm not discrediting Jalen Brown, but man, Jason Taylor, like, dude's a bona fide like bucket getter. Yeah, bro. He's getting straight bucket. I like you want a bucket, you can go to Jason Tatum. <laughs> Look, I'm saying Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum is nice. He's a good scorer. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Jalen Brown adds more things all around. No. All right, but if it's the end of the game, 10 seconds left, who are you giving the ball to? End of the game, 10 seconds, you need to go get an ISO bucket. Who are you giving the ball to? Wait, hold on. Let's rephrase that, actually. Uh, Aliens got a death beam. <laughs> who? You got to choose between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to take the last shot. Save the, save the planet. Save the planet. I'm not going with Jason Tatum. I'm not, I'm not going with Jalen Brown. I'm going with Marcus Smart. Oh my gosh, bro. Oh my gosh. I'm taking Matthew off the live stream, bro. This, <laughs> hey, this dude is crazy. No way. No way, bro. Are you serious? Nah, nah, nah. But look, bro. if you're getting a bucket and you're the Celtics, you got to go with Jason Taylor. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, if you need a bucket, you go to Jason Taylor. Oh, yeah. Not, not Brown. I want you to say it. Jason Tatum is a better scorer than Jalen Brown. No, when you said he's a better player than Jalen Brown. I can't admit that. Oh, my gosh, bro. Oh, my gosh. What does he do better than Jason Tatum? What? Name it. Name it. Name it. What he does better than Jason Tatum. Name what he does better than Jason Tatum. I feel like he's a better player in the pick and roll situation than Jason Tatum. He's a better defender than Better defender than Jason Tatum. Okay, I'll give you a better defender. More athletic than Jason Tatum. Wait, he's not. Yeah, yeah, he's a little he's bit more athletic, but it's not like nothing crazy. It's not. I mean, he's jumping out of him, man. What's crazy he, is they're both kind of similar. They are. They do. They, they have that same similar ISO game. Yeah. That's the hard part about it. Tough moves, but I mean, I mean it's not hard for you, Matthew. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, but this bro, he dropped 50 points, bro, multiple times, bro. He's obviously shown up in the playoffs, so he's shown that he could play in the playoffs. It's like it's like comparing. It's like, let me ask you this. Who do you think is better, LeBron or KD? LeBron. Exactly. Why why is LeBron better? LeBron's a better all-around player. Don't don't no 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 no, 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 no. not the same thing. LeBron James with Kevin Durant. That's not the same thing. It's like that, but just take it down like seven notches. Bro, Brown is not a better all-around player than Tatum. So then why doesn't the offense run through Tatum? I mean, why doesn't it run through Brown? Hey, kind of, yeah, they got played for Brown. Yeah, they got played for Brown. Yeah, but he's like second. He's like second. He's Tatum's second. obviously the first option. Because Jason Tatum's a better scorer. Yes, he's a better scorer. I think Matthew's having connectivity issues. But, uh, T, you want to go in? Uh, what's your top three teams? Okay. East Conference? Um, let's see. We'll start with the East. We'll start with the All East. Right. Right, My man. top three teams in the East would have to be – I'm going to go with Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Just because Giannis is the immovable object in this scenario. <laughs> you can't yeah. – and, dude – they like they, they're the champs. Yeah, they're the champs. We can't, you can't ever like we said about the NFL. You just can't count out the champ. Yeah, you can't. And what's crazy is like Giannis, in the mindset wise, it's so like it's so cool to see from when, like he first started out in the league, and now like his mindset is like he's just he's in attack mode all the time. And you just love to see it. Mm-hmm. I, I think. At two, I'm gonna go um, Miami, mm-hmm. just because they're they've been playing great basketball all year, and they're one of those teams that they can beat you on any given night. Yeah, yeah, no, they, Miami. They've had Miami's a little hiccups dogs. here and there. They've had a little hiccups here and there, but I think Jimmy and company will be all right come playoff time. And my my third, it's going to be a tie between the Bulls and the Cavs. Okay, Bulls and the Cavs. Uh, What makes you not pick the Bulls over the Cavs? Because I think the Bulls are a better team than the Cavs. I think, honestly, they're both pretty solid teams. And I think they're, they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah. If you look at them on paper, but I just there's something about the Cavs that are so compelling. Mm-hmm. And nothing against the Bulls, and I think they're a great team, and they have the they have a very good chance of making a playoff run, like deep playoff run. The way Zach Levine and Demar Derozan have both been playing this year at an MVP level. Yeah, no, I think the I I think with the Cavs. They are they are super young right now, yeah. And I think the I think that's what hurts them in the playoffs. I think when it comes to playoff time, that's what's going to hurt them. I mean, I think that they're just a lot of them are just inexperienced. I yeah. mean, they got Kevin Love. They got Kevin Love out there, but he's again he's not playing as much as he used to. Yeah. So I do think like when it comes down to it, because I mean when the game down comes down to crunch time, they're going to be giving it to Darius Garland. Yeah. Uh, one you know Mobley one of so, yeah, oh, yeah, Karis Levert. I forgot about Karis <laughs> yeah. Levert, too. Yeah, so, like, I think that they haven't uh, 
have a lot of playoff experience. So I think that is one thing that's going to hurt them. I think it hurts, but at the same time, you got to look at a team like, all right, so I gave you my teams in the East. Mm -hmm. Let's let's shift over to the West for a second. Um, There's a team in Memphis, the Grizzlies. They are very, very fun to watch play basketball. Yeah. I have them as the second best team in the West. Okay. First, I have the Suns because the Suns have been unreal all year, and they (laughs) – just they they've uh they continue to out like perform their own expectations and they've outperformed mine for them mm-hmm. and um he's just chris paul has been great in this part of his career devin booker is really becoming the star he's meant to be yeah. as well as deandre aiden they're a fun team to watch play they just i mean from stats to just watching them interact with each other on the bench and it's they're fun to watch. Memphis, I really like Memphis. I, I think they're the second best team in the West, and um, I think they um, are very, very like honestly. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them in the finals this year. Really? Okay. Unpopular opinion, but it's an okay. unpopular opinion. But, <laughs> hey, I, I like the grit and grind. Nah, yeah, it's, def- it's definitely. Uh, I mean, I, well, let me tell you my truth. I got in the East. I got number one, the Sixers, 76. Because I think that, I think right now they're the best team in the East. I think that they, they're the team to beat in the East right now. Yeah. I know you, I got the Bucks, champions, but the Sixers, Sixers look crazy, man. I mean, and beats averaging 30 as a big man. I like, and on top of that, you put with Harden. I don't think that there is a lot teams can do to stop and beat down there. So I think the only way you can stop him is by double teaming and triple teaming him off the catch, and that, that leaves their shooters open. So and their shooters as of late been hitting, man. I, and I hate to say this, but Danny Green has actually been making shots. It's the Laker effect. Even though he couldn't hit shit when he was on the Lakers, but uh, but yeah, man. I mean, when he's hitting shots, Harden's hitting shots, Tobias Harris hitting shots. I mean, they're they're a hard team to guard. I think if they play like this, how they're playing now in the playoffs, I think that they're going to be. I'm probably gonna be the best team in in the East. Um, I got Celtics. I got the Bucks. I mean, for obvious reasons, defending champs. I mean, Giannis is second league second league scorer in the NBA. I mean, like, I don't think there's much you can do. And I said, and now he's added a jumper to his game. It's a lot more fluid, as we've seen. I, I mean, I, I remember watching like one of the first games this year with UT. One of the bus games, and I was like, I was like, damn, like that is jumper looking fluid now, like it's coming off, like it doesn't feel like a stick figure no more, like. So, <laughs> I think if he if he shoots the ball from the three pointer at a thirty percent and he's dominant inside, I mean, the Bucks are obviously one of the best teams, and then then my third team is the Celtics. I know I was uh, talking about Jalen Brown and Tatum, but obviously them two as a duo. I think that they are – I mean, I honestly think that they're – like, them playing, and I know Robert Williams is out, and hopefully they, maybe they can get them later in the playoffs. But, I mean, them two alone, man, they, they've – and the way they've been playing this this last, like, few months, plus Marcus Smart, I think that they, they got, like, a little chip on the shoulder from them starting off, what, like, 21 and, and 22. Well, they were that midway through the season or something like that. And now they've – uh, what like one on a sixteen game win streak, all that. So 
Yeah. I think they definitely show them they're capable. And then in the West, my number one team is the Warriors. I think the Warriors are the best team. Barring no injuries come playoff time, everyone's healthy. I think the Warriors – I think the Warriors win the, win the NBA Finals, honestly. I think when the Warriors have everybody, everybody's playing, I think they're honestly the best team in the, in the league. They're my, they're my favorite, too. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I got the Suns. I mean – Without having Chris Paul and the way they've been playing, and now they're getting them back, I mean, I, honestly, it shows you how deep the Suns are because they can play without their starting point guard and the point guard who added a lot to the team, uh, not just on the floor but off the floor as well with his leadership and all that stuff. So I think that the the Suns are the Suns make a great case. I mean, they are, and, and they can beat the Warriors. I think they can beat a fully healthy Warriors. It'll be a tough series, but. But the way really it would be a really fun series. Yeah, I think it'd be really. I'd honestly really love to see that in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. And then uh, my number three is the I have the I have the Grizzlies slash the Nuggets. I couldn't decide on yeah. who was actually better because the only thing that steered me away from the Grizzlies is just how young they are. Like I said with the Cavs. But I mean, like, and then I mean, I know the Nuggets. They've been they've been up and down this year and all that stuff, but. Uh, but Memphis, Memphis has been stellar all year. I mean, like Jaw's been like just a highlight film. Every time you turn on the game, you're bound to see him do something. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, he he showed it with the playing game too. That the playing game they had last year. I mean, he played great. So, and I think they were just missing a few pieces, and I think they have those pieces now. And I think Jaron Jackson's obviously and also been playing really good. And I think him being a threat from the outside and inside changes the kind of, kind of changes the Memphis's whole play style from last year and having him healthy. But um yeah, so I think the Nuggets and Memphis are are right there. So I don't I don't know though if Memphis can make it to the finals. I just don't know if they are able to beat a team like the Warriors or Suns. Like I don't know if they're if they're capable of doing that. I think just right now, they might just be too young to beat the Warriors or the Suns. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so I got a game for the both of y'all, man. Y'all ready to play? Got hell yeah or hell no. I'm going to ask y'all five questions. All you got to say is hell yeah or hell no, and then just explain why. All right, y'all ready? All right, we got hell yeah or hell no. MJ is the best player of all time. Oh, you got, you got, you got, you got to tip your tongue, Matthew. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've had so many debates with everybody, and I think everybody, you're the LeBron hater, or you see both, both sides of how things go. But it's it's honestly it's up in the air because it's it's definitely there's only about like three people and the main two are definitely LeBron and Jordan. Um, I think because there's there's a lot of different ways you could put it. If you want to put it as let's throw Jordan in in a LeBron's era, but let's say let's put it realistically, he works out the same, he lives just like everybody else. He they have the same technology. It's it's a it's up in the air, but I feel like if you just throw a natural like a freak 
freak of nature like LeBron back in the the seventy seventies or eighties, like Yeah. There's no there's no comparison. Yeah, he'd probably yeah, he'd probably be the most dominant. I mean, just physically wise, he'd probably be the most dominant player in, in that era. But you also have to also have to see like if MJ played in this era, like I mean he probably would have had the same stuff that LeBron would have had and all that yeah. stuff. And that Kobe had and all that stuff. So, I, and I don't know, man. He was averaging thirty in that time, and I think thirty was like, I don't know. I feel like thirty is a lot for back in that day. So, I mean, he's averaging thirty back then. What he could have averaged maybe thirty five, thirty six. And I think definitely his scoring would have definitely like, yeah. I think it would have stayed the same. Just maybe gone up a little bit more, just on the way people score the ball so well now, and defense is kind of lackadaisical. Compared yeah. to back then, but uh, T, what you got, T? Um, ooh, I'm gonna say the only reason I'm gonna say, uh, ooh, I'm gonna say hell, no. Okay. Cause, and I think I think Michael Jordan is the most dominant, like basketball player of all time because mm-hmm. he was gonna he's gonna come out and kill you every night mm-hmm. every single night and i mean i'm sure so who everyone's seen the last dance and like his competitiveness and his drive to be the very best and i think he was the best of his era and my i don't i don't like to compare eras just because like the rules change the rules yeah. change basketball changes the game evolves mm-hmm. and it's hard to say like someone's the best of all time because basketball is not definitive. Yeah, I think like it's so like it's so hard to compare LeBron and Mike just because Mike did something that was just unreal. Like for him to in the nineties to to go through what he went through against the Pistons just to three peat. Take a break. Go play baseball. Come back <laughs> and win three more. Yeah, that's it's insane. Just, it's it's uh, it's not like I think. I mean, you throw anyone in that situation. I think shit. I think LeBron could do it too. You think he could play baseball? I don't think he could play baseball. I think he probably would have been a football player. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he probably would have been a better football player. That would, that would be scary. Yeah, LeBron at football. Six, that eight, would be eight, scary. That'd be, that'd be crazy. <laughs> That's something I'm always wanting to see. I don't know if you guys have ever seen any of his high school football highlights. Yeah, yeah, I seen, yeah, I seen, I seen a couple. Yeah. Oh no, he was tough. If you guys ever saw that game, that the seven on seven. Was it football game on ESPN? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was versus KD. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was going stupid. Yeah. He. I think he very, and there was also talk during the lockout. About I think a decade ago, him maybe playing football for a little bit. Oh, for real? Yeah, I remember but, that. Um, he definitely wouldn't have made it to thirty-seven. To Jordan being the best ever to ever, I wouldn't say. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, it's definitely not no. I mean, actually, no. It's definitely it's definitely not yes. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 a soft no. Okay. All right, it's we'll take that. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we got. Are the 2015-2016 Warriors the best team of all time in the NBA? Hell no. 
<laughs> no? Um, they, they didn't win. That is true. Yeah, they, that is true. They, had the, they, they had the best record, though, all time. Yeah, but we're... They didn't win. I I, I, I just, did, I forgot win. about that. You got a winner, like, 72... When the Bulls went 72 and 10, they kept saying 72 and 10 don't mean a thing without a ring. Yeah, that is true. And mm-hmm. LeBron had probably one of the best all time finals performances <sighs> in a series. Yeah, that one was crazy. And shout out to Kyrie, too, because he, he balled his ass off, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they went stupid. That was a fun series. And I think, I mean, it was a great team. It's just. They're not the. They're definitely not the best team of all time. There's... All right, Matthew. The only thing that would validate that is if they would have won. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, Matthew. I'm a. I'm gonna have to say hell yes. I mean, I know they didn't win the ring, mm-hmm. but that team, the chemistry, the. I mean, wasn't that was that the year they started off the first thirty games undefeated? I don't. I think. I think. Yeah, I, think I, I, I think it was. I think it, it was. Is, it is. Yeah. It is. And I know I know it always like like dang, like I know it always comes down to that ring, but mm-hmm. that team was uh they were I was gonna say they're unbeatable, but I mean they definitely got beat. Yeah. But yeah, to me they're more definitely more one of the best teams. I they're the best team actually. They're the best to me. All right, all right. So you took going hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Our next question, man, we got is uh, we got is Luke Skywalker better than Anakin Skywalker? Matthew, I know you're already looking at chops over there, man. What you got, bro? What you got? Like <laughs> yo, <laughs> and I like the switch up, and I like how it just switches up. You know what I mean? I like this, and I'm a big Star Wars guy. Um, there should be no question about this. Everybody should have the same answer. <laughs> if someone chooses a different answer than me, you need to watch everything all over again. And it's definitely Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, I think, bro, I mean, just, I, I, bro, I think that if, if, if he would have never got beat by Kenobi, yeah, he would have been at the, in the lava, like, had his legs cut off and all that stuff, man. I, he wouldn't have been limited to the Darth Vader suit. Yeah, think about it. Like he, he was, he could be, he could have been so much more mobile. Like he, oh, man, he would have been something scary. All right, T, what you got? Uh, uh, Luke. I mean, y'all, y'all uh. saw Return of the Jedi. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, no. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? <laughs> Are you being dead serious? Um, I don't. Oh man, I think it'd be a great like if both of them in their prime. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a great fight. <laughs> well, Anakin, well, I mean, I, I mean, obviously Obi Wan's one of the great greatest of all time. Yeah. So when you look at their the fight on Mustafar, mm-hmm. Obi Wan was well prepared for Anakin. Oh, yeah. By the way, Mustafar, that fight was definitely the best 
Lights oh, is a duel. Yeah. And the whole uh, Skywalker saga. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not a But I, it's, you can't say, I'm not going to say hell. No, it's more, oh man. I, it, it's, it's, it's not, it's a, under, I'm definitely undecided there just because they're both, I mean, they're both great. Mm-hmm. Anakin was more reckless. But I feel like yeah, that's, that's what, yeah. That's what made him better, though. There's times you need reckless, and there's times you need. If he wasn't so, if he wasn't so reckless, he probably would have beat Ben. Nah, yeah, because I mean, he told him, "Don't jump." Yeah. Don't try yeah, it. Told, yeah. He said, "You should let it go." See him another day. Yeah. But uh, nah, yeah, I think his recklessness definitely ruined him. I think that's one thing Luke is better than him. Luke is a lot more poised. But I don't know. One on one fight, man. I don't know. It, it'd be a great. It'd be a great yeah. pay per view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Luke versus Anakin would be a great pay per view. It would. All right, we got to pick it up here, man. We got to pick it up. All right, number four. Um, a woman can play a sport with a man. Doesn't matter which sport it is. It could be anything. Do you think that men and women can do sports together? So is this all sports just in general? Just throw it like. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's. Do you think there's any sports that men and women can both do? I'm always right there. Like play, play with each other, play against there's each other. There's definitely sports that they can definitely play together. But there mm-hmm. are some where no question, like I'm gonna say, is UFC. Let's say you Let's just boxing. A professional fighting sport. Don't get it. Don't even twist it like Ronda Rousey. She can. Yeah. She probably knocked out most dudes. Yeah. She can knock me out probably without question. <laughs> no, but now will she knock out Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier? No. No. And I don't, like, but it, it, this is a hard one. I mean, my first my first answer was definitely hell no. But I mean, you you got like. There's some women out there that can that can fry some dudes on the basketball court. You know what? Yeah, but at an at an elite level. Are you talking about just pro? Pro level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro level. Pro level. Do you think that a woman can I like I'ma say like basketball wise, I don't think that I don't think that a girl can she like she could probably shoot and all that stuff, but like course of the game, physicality. Yeah, how fast they're moving, the athleticism. I don't think there's any girl that can keep up. And my heart goes out to all the females out there, but you know, it's like there's just some things. Like even me, I'm like I'm two forty, and I get hit sometimes, and I take the win out. Mm-hmm. Like, and I like there's there's just it's a different it's a different side to see when you turn and look, and somebody's catching the ball and just like someone like yeah. Zion. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, for sure. So, so I mean, like, if you if you have Brittany grinding in the paint and LeBron's about to in transition running with Malik Monk, and let's be logical here. The my, my all right. So if you so if you saw Brittany grinding in the paint right now, <laughs> okay. are you scoring or what? Are you scoring or is she or is she blocking shit off the glass? I mean, I'm a big dude. And I feel like I got some good athleticism. I think I can make it work. Don't get me wrong. I, I feel like she would be a good rim protector against me. So basically, I, so what you're saying is you would dunk on Britain? 
That's what you saying. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you can be honest, bro. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, if it was a two on one and I have the right foot placement. Oh, okay, no, nah, never mind, never mind. Ready, someone ready. Says that, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. She's definitely beating shit off the glass, bro. You ain't doing shit. You got you explain it too much, bro. You explained it too much. The question was, are you dunking on her or not? Bro, they don't know me though. They they haven't seen me play, bro. I'm asking you. I'm not asking the people watching this, man. I'm asking you. Are you dunking yes, on me? Yes, 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 yes. Man, like talking about the foot placement in the right spot, man. Like, dang, bro, what you want? You want be, she got to be standing right under the rim. Talking about who? <laughs> oh, bro. All right, next one, TJ. What you got, man? What you got, TJ? What you got, man? Uh, I'm gonna say, I think. It's a t- it's a tough question. It's a tough question, like Matthew said. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not gonna say yes or no because I think there's sports that it's possible. Because mm-hmm. we, I mean, we just don't know. But like, I don't know. Like, what's it called? I, I like to kind of answer the question you asked Matthew. Like, I, Brittany Griner would probably kick my butt playing basketball. That's mm-hmm. just it is what it is. Yeah. I, I, I have no problem saying that. Like, I should definitely 100% dunk on me. Like, <laughs> she'll 100%. And, like, I think, I mean, that might be a question for one day that, like, we will be able to answer. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think that we'll see that in the future? Do you think we'll, like, see I think maybe. Maybe. I think in some sports we might. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the there's, less. There's some professional the athletes in. Both on both sides that like would be a fun matchup against one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. All right, man. So wrapping up here, man. We're gonna move on to the. We got Kenobi and Doctor Strange coming out next month. Um, so what's your guys' uh, expectations, man? I mean, like we got. It. All right, let's start off with Kenobi. What's your guys' expectations? What are you guys expecting to see when you guys watch Kenobi? Man? Off rip. Mm-hmm. I expect to see Darth Maul. Okay, yeah, I'm expecting to see Darth Maul. I expect to see some type. It doesn't even have to be a full fight scene. It could be a little cameo. Just oh no, I'm expecting a full fight. I'm expecting a full fight for for Obi Wan and Darth Maul. I I also want to see the relationship that him and Luke built before, Mm -hmm. because you know it starts off in the New Hope. He knows Ben Kenobi, but his there's a. his um, uncle and aunt tell him that he's a weird guy. He's a wizard, weird wizard, whatever. Yeah. But there's also obviously something there. Like, they definitely met before. They definitely had conversations. And, mm-hmm. yeah. What about you, T? Uh, I think Kenobi's going to be good. I don't know if we're going to see Darth Maul. Just because mm-hmm. of, I mean, I don't know who's watched the clock. I mean, I know you guys have both seen the yeah. Clone Wars. And I don't know if they're going to want to, like, like, Ruin that, yeah, yeah. Live action. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be cool to see them live act, have another live action interaction. They might. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the cool thing with all these like shows now. Like we just don't know. But um, I think it's gonna be very. Uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be really good. Yeah, just, I, think I mean, just watching the trailer, I think it's gonna be very, very good. And mm-hmm. I'm happy to see Ewan McGregor back as Obi Wan Kenobi. He. Fast, Dude is an all-time great actor, yeah. so it would be great to see him back as Kenobi again. 
and I'm sure we're gonna get some surprise, some some uh, oh, yeah. surprises. Yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. Things that we're not gonna be expecting. I mean, as long as, as hey, as long as it's not like the last three movies, bro, I'm good. As long as they go a different direction on the last three movies, I'm good because those were terrible. Uh, the last three were just a copy of the first three. Yeah, they really were. Really? But like, it was somehow done worse. Yeah, I, <laughs> I copy and paste somehow done worse. Like, I think it was done worse because it's literally like the exact like you have a scavenger girl, a sand mm-hmm. in like a little desert. Episode two, uh, the next episode, she goes to find training. Oh, where did she go? To like a little swampy area to find her Yoda. Yeah. Episode three, the villain teams up with her to fight that to fight Palpatine. That's the same exact storyline. It really is. It All right, man. Out. All right, let's move on, man. Let's move on. Let's move on, man. Before you start getting heated and stuff, bro. Uh, let's move on, man. Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, man. What are you guys? What are you guys expecting from the from Marvel? What are you guys expecting to see in this Doctor Strange movie? I'm expecting to see everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting to see everyone. I think Marvel has done such a great job of like playing to the fans but still at the same time playing to them like playing true to like what they're about and mm-hmm. storytelling yeah I think that uh i mean a lot of all the shows i've enjoyed and i'm excited for i mean moon knight's been great so far and looking forward to see what episode uh like this next episode brings and the next one and the next one and uh there's a lot of cool things that they're doing and i think dr strange is going to be kind of a coup d'etat of like that all that work that they've yeah. been doing. What you got, man, dude? I'm expecting um I'm expecting to get like I guess the real under I'm expecting to when I walk out the movie theater I wanna understand the whole multiverse. Like I'm expecting that we're gonna start understanding things. We're gonna start understanding you know, stuff that happened in WandaVision. We're going to start understanding stuff that happened in No Way Home. We're going to, like, even stuff like that. We're going to understand all that. Um, I also expect, like TJ said, just to see everybody, you know, that I've heard for so long about a whole bunch of cameos that are going to be in there that are going to pop up and all that. But, you know, how the rumors get and yada, yada, yada. But yeah, also, like, I want to. I want. I want to know what happens with Wanda. I, I've always. I've been really interested in her since, since WandaVision. That was a really, really, really good show. And yeah. I know they're gonna talk about Westview. Obviously, they're, they're just. They just can't just pass it up. I mean. Yeah. So I mean, I, I want to know what happens with Agatha Harkness and all that. So yeah. Yeah. No, I think we'll. You know, I think Wanda's gonna definitely get her own uh, little thing after Doctor Strange too. But mm-hmm. yeah. I, I definitely think a lot of characters are going to be introduced. Um, you know, they got to start moving on with the multiverse and all that stuff. Maybe they'll do a better job of explaining in these two. But, um, but yeah, man, that's all, that's, that's all we got for y'all today, man. Uh, Matthew, want to close us out? Yeah. Um, so, as you know, he just said that's all we got. Um, we're going to be tapping in next week around the same time next Wednesday. Uh, we're probably going to be talking about more sports topics and – what Moon Knight? Yeah, that that's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, Moon Knight or tonight. Yeah, um, so yes, uh, we're gonna keep you guys updated and uh, stay safe, stay well, and I'm out.
All right, peace. We'll see y'all next week, man.